This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kropot contains language and themes which may not be suitable for anybody. I know, right? Let's just start. <laughs> this fucking guy. Yeah. But fucking 20 minutes later. Honestly, Shane, I, I really believe that your computer setup is like an abacus with some strings. It's tied. very old. I, 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 yeah. I mean, like, I've had this computer since I was a journalist, and that's been quite a few years now since I left that. So, if anybody wants to chip in, hi, welcome to another episode of the Crow hey, Pod. Hey. If, you, if you want to buy me a new computer, please just go down to the, the in the show notes and click on the buy me a coffee link mm. and give me some yeah, put, money. We're, we're going to have a buy me computer link uh, down the bottom. I mean, it, it, well, obviously, I mean, I had to put a fucking watch battery in it a couple months ago. I think we all remember that fiasco. Yeah, oh, did not know computers had a watch battery in them. Uh, discovered that. So, hi, David. Hi, Todd. Hi, hi. Shane. I reckon the processor in your computer is actually like the old board game mousetrap. Yes. There's a little mouse a... running around in it. Yeah, it, it takes it's four hours to set machine. up, and it's all over in about 90 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of like date night, you know? Yes. Yeah. He's, he's, doing, he's doing a card castle, but he, during allergy season. So, like, yeah. it's, it's very close, <laughs> and then... Yeah. <laughs> Well, we're back. It's been been a couple of weeks. We've all been, yeah. we've all been hardly anything has happened. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. what, um, me, me and David almost. Well, David for the first time tried to die. I, I got through mm-hmm. fairly well unscathed. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I I went to you know America after all the slagging I've gave it, and you gave me fucking COVID. So. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Very much for that. That was that was pleasant. Um, since, since I was there in your company, I can only apologize. <laughs> yeah, you didn't. You didn't get it. I didn't. Is, I didn't. No, you, 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 you managed to to escape with it. It, it has been quite. Uh, I, I think quite a lot of us who went over. I think it's just you know, COVID. It's back, but it's because it's the summer. It's the first summer we've been able to travel. Although, can I just say to to airport airports and to airlines of the world, mm-hmm. see this plan you had of you'd lay off all your staff during <laughs> COVID and then bring them back when you needed them. Yep. Here's the flaw in the plan. They've all <laughs> fucked off and got other jobs, haven't they? Yeah. And mm-hmm. you are trying to run 
probably the busy well definitely the busiest summer for a few years but the busiest summer in a lot of years because a lot of people have been cooped up for two years and want to go on a holiday mm-hmm. yeah and you get to an airport now and i swear to god it's like one of those trains that you, you used to see you know in calcutta where there are just like <laughs> fifty thousand people, people piling on yeah, top yeah. of the seven thirty-seven. Honest to God, you know it's getting to the stage where an airport where you're just turning up and you're going, "I'll get on any plane. I don't care right. where it's going. I'll go in the hold because they're like, I, I you know, we've, we were in, Todd and I were in Vegas, so we've seen a lot of roulette. I think that's how they're mm-hmm. deciding what planes go. They just spin <laughs> a wheel. They've they've got like because it was I, I will I will say though with the exception of Las Vegas Airport because those like everything in Vegas those are professional motherfuckers for getting you in and out with your yeah. money gone that's what they do they, they just take you in yeah. take your money then you get shipped out and in come a fresh batch of of marks and they take mm-hmm. their money and then away so they're very efficient with it but uh, I mean just utter chaos yeah. the... I think that's where people are getting it. So your roulette falls down at one particular gate, uh, and th- and and this comment will make a lot of sense to anyone who has flown Air Canada and a particular branch of Air Canada in the early days of the um, of the pandemic. Uh, remember, there was there was flights bringing people from different nations uh, for, out of China to yeah. get them home. Yeah, and Canada had one of those, and so we you know, we they had pictures from inside the fuselage, and so you see down the aisle. Every attendant is in like biohazard suits and, you know, they're handing them like their flat Pepsi and peanuts, you know, that they have to eat around their masks and stuff. And uh, my joke at the time was uh, when you see those pictures streaming into you, you look at those people and you realize that even as bad as that flight is, it's still better than Air Canada Rouge. (laughs) And... That was the flight. As soon as I got in, going, oh, why is the seat so cramped and everyone's surly? And I just looked at the back of the envelope, it was like or the the placard they have in the in, in the uh, in the seat pocket. It's like, welcome to Air Canada roof, motherfucker. Okay, so this is going to be five hours of fucking nonsense, and it was just gross. Just well, I got fucking gross. Weeks and weeks ago, when this was booked, or months ago rather. Um, Gary Gillen, hello, guys. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the president guess. says, "Look, yep. uh, he says, I know you like a kind of nice flight, so um, I've said to travel agent, if you want to upgrade, you know, and, and you can pay for it, which is perfectly fair. But um, he knew, yeah, I was happy to do that. He said, and she'll come back to price. So she came back with the price, and she went, business class is nine grand, and pre- premium economy is just under a thousand. I says, well, I'm not paying nine grand for, you know." <laughs> Yeah, twenty hours. I'd want a car for that. Um, <laughs> so uh, I, I said, I'll, I'll, "Yeah, I'll take premium economy. Why not? Um, be good to myself." And I have never been more grateful for anything in my life on oh, these yeah. journeys. Because, firstly, for, for anyone out there, right, if you can afford business class, by all means, do it. But the only difference is you don't get one of those, um, you know, the little sort of cubby holes that you get in business class. Right. But you mm-hmm. get literally everything else, right, uh, including. They cutting off your own wee section so you don't you know you, you you've got privacy and everything it's just so much better but then i got the ultimate dream that i think you can all agree and all the listeners there is nothing better and this happened to me going and coming back on the long flights the seat next to me was empty oh oh i know i know i actually took oh. photographs of it i, I just came in my pants it. it's Uh-oh. the dream <laughs> It's the absolute. Why do you have pants dream. on this morning? <laughs> <laughs> but, 
Hey, well, it's formal. You know, we, we like we like to dress up around the house during podcast days. Yeah, absolutely. We have, we've got our we've got our pride, but uh, oh, was, oh good. and you know that way I'm sitting and I'm sitting and getting excited and bouncing up and down, and then the you hear those words from the captain. This is the captain to air crew. That's everyone boarded. Yes, yes. You know, uh, yeah, no, you can't. You get this. Is, this is my extra seat now. This belongs to me. I get it. I keep it. It's my seat. So uh-huh. you know that that kind of took. Like getting off the plane, was, dragging it behind, sir. You can't. It's take my it. seat. No, I can't. It's my seat. It, uh, nobody, nobody claimed it's my seat. So yeah, I mean, the flight was like because you know going over, we were delayed. Of course, we were fucking delayed because it was a British yeah. Airways flight. Uh, and people now, it's it's caught on because people were walking up to me uh, as we were sitting in in London. It was a three hour delay. To, mm-hmm. On the Vegas flight, because that's what you need ahead of an eleven-hour flight, and a three-hour delay. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. And people were walking up to me uh, who were going to the convention, going, "This is your fault. You turn up at an airport, and this happens." I was like, "Yeah, I know, I know." <laughs> uh, but we, uh, so we, we eventually got going. But then, uh, as I say, coming back, I said to, I think I said to you on the Sunday, I was like, "I don't feel very well." And right. I was like, "I think it's a cold, but I suppose it mm-hmm. could be." COVID. I don't know. I've not had COVID, so it could be COVID. Short of somebody with a shotgun in my back, I was getting on that motherfucking plane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this, incidentally, when people say, oh, you don't need a... You, you, we don't need lockdown, or we didn't need lockdowns, or we don't... People will, will do the right thing. No, we won't. No. I'm a people. I'm a good yeah. people. And I wouldn't do the right thing. I was getting on that motherfucking plane because I wanted to go home. <laughs> right. on a motherfucking uh, plane. Yeah, yeah regardless, <laughs> regardless of whether or not I had COVID or not, I was getting on that plane. Um, and thank God you didn't need to do a test to leave. You needed, needed to do one to go in, but you didn't need to do one if you're leaving here, fucking take it with you. I don't. We don't yeah. care. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. Nobody <laughs> was sitting next to me, and I had a mask on, so uh, yeah. I, I can't. You know, I did my bit, but I was, I was absolutely coming. Out. Although, got it. All right, let's talk a wee bit about the convention because uh, mm-hmm. myself and myself, who's really big, Todd's really big for. <laughs> he's he's that big, bulky. You fucker. you. You are you are much taller than I expected. I have to I have to admit as well. Why as do I sound short? Each other up, yeah, you D- Dave. You, you you come off like a you know a solid five seven and yeah, that was my impression. Yeah. And, oh, right. uh, no, no, I'm I'm yeah. uh, I'm not tall, but I'm about five eleven. Okay, um, right. which actually, considering my dad's five five and my mom's five three. Is a fucking and my sister yeah, is won that dead. Lottery, on, yeah. My sister yeah. is dead on five foot. So by normal people DNA, I'm about eight foot three. I should be in the NBA. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, right, so get to to Vegas, and again, I just want to thank. Uh, incidentally, and I think Todd will back me up here. Was that not the best NASA ever? Yeah, it was up there. It was Every definitely up there. Every day we we had a fucking ball, man. All yeah. of us, two thousand Rangers fans yeah. taken, and we took over <laughs> Las Vegas. We took over that fucking strip. And the great thing is, we'd be singing certain songs in mm-hmm. certain bars and pubs. Not not me and Todd, obviously. You know, no, 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 never do yeah. that. You will yeah. not find video footage of it. No, no, you certainly won't find that. No, <laughs> um, but the. They'd be all the songs going, and the locals are all just clapping along because they don't have a fucking yeah, clue. Exactly, oh, exactly. They just think it's another part of Vegas, right? You know, all these these mad drunken Scots, right? Um, but oh, they're I, singing about the Internal Revenue Agency. Yes, fuck yeah, them, fuck them, fuck them. Yes. hate them, bastards. Uh, they're not singing about that Jewish guy again, that Ira. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Not to say it's anti-Semitic. We're not anti-Semitic. No, That's no, not, no, 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 that That's was just... not what we were thinking about. Uh, we, me, yeah. me and David have a show for that kind of stuff right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Richard Nixon, yeah, if you want your anti-Semitism, old he, Nixon. Jesus. He's your man for it. Although, as he said, I'm not anti-Semitic, and trust me, if anyone had a reason to be, it's me. Which I still, which I still think is the greatest cell phone of all time. Jesus. Yeah, that's yeah. an actual quote from him, and mm-hmm. trust me, if anyone had a reason to be, it's me. Um, so we we kind of set up, all of us really set up base camp in, uh, what was the name of the, the bar? The, oh, the uh, bar. Fuel. No, no. The, that's where the we were. No, the one with the waitresses with the, you know, the, the sports referee uniform. Oh, Blondies. oh, oh, yeah, yeah, um, Blondies. Blondies, right? So Blondies, yeah. So we set up camp in there, and it was just for days. Very, stupidly expensive. It was like $9.50 for a Diet Coke. Yes, right? it was. <laughs> um, so very expensive, but um, the, the reason it attracted so many Rangers fans was their uh, waitresses were very busy. Mm-hmm. And uh, put it that Voltures. way, if, re- if referees actually did dress like that, Right. Yeah. I think uh, well, so. here's the thing. In Scotland, we do have referees that are tits on the field. That's true. <laughs> so there's that. That's yeah. unarguable. But um, I get there, right? Long, long journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and the best thing, of course, about Vegas is how amazing it is, but how small it is. If you've never been folks, yes. you know, yeah, it's, it's just like, there. It's, yeah. it's just, mm-hmm. it's a small, you could walk the whole city in a couple of hours, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a tiny, tiny wee space. It's just packed. Yeah. So you get to the airport. Um, and there's no fucking about. You just straight through because they want to start taking your money from you. Um, yeah. I, I jump in a cab, and uh, which was my first mistake because I jumped a cab and apparently there was a car there for me. And this is the problem oh. with not thinking of yourself. It wouldn't occur to me there would be a car. Mm-hmm. Like if I was a proper, you know, businessman type, right. then of course there would be a car there to pick. But it doesn't occur to me that anyone would think to send one. So right. I jump in a cab get to my hotel plant hollywood now one of the things with plant hollywood is it's fucking massive right i yes. mean i think it's got something like 900 rooms it's fucking enormous this place mm-hmm. so there's always a queue to, um, and it's an automated check-in and there's always a queue. it didn't matter what time of the day you passed it there was always people coming in or leaving so i get in the queue and this guy's going down he's just checking on everybody's room reservation make sure in the right queue he says uh, no you you you're a vip am i and he said, yes, you, you go over there. So I went in and then, I mean, then it changed. Rather than being in the queue and, you know, just being treated mm-hmm. like cattle, they were suddenly, you know, here's a, here's a coffee, you know, sit down. Here's and now you're looking at the people in the queue going, you fucking plans. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Fucking... Don't you dare sit beside me on the flight home. Poor people. <laughs> Poor people. So then I was like, right, there's your room. You're in room uh, level 10, room one. So 1001. I'm not no bother. So it goes, gets in the left stairs and i'm walking down this corridor and i'm walking and walking and this you know other room and i get to 1002 mm-hmm. right and there's no 1001 i'll oh, for fuck's sake i'm in a broom cupboard or something so i'm looking <laughs> around fucking raging ready to, you know shout at gary and i see these double doors and there's like the bit for the room key so i go all right i'll try in there so i open it up and i'm in a hall I'm like, okay uh... bottom of the hall there's room 1001. And there's like, you know, furniture in this hall. It's a big fucking yes. place. I'm like, you got okay. a suite? So I walk down, open up. I've got a suite. This place was fucking massive, right? <laughs> All glass, let alone huge, you know, amazing views. Three, three bathrooms in a fucking hotel room. Uh-huh. How many how many people do you think I'm going to have pissing in my hotel room at any one point? <laughs> there were like five couches, a bar, 
mm-hmm. three different table mm-hmm. what tables in the room. Yeah. Four four televisions and the best of all, the bathroom was fucking the, the main bathroom was fucking huge. But you could pull the, the, this panel next to the bath away and have a full view of the strip and the telly. So you could totally like uh-huh. and I, me being me, right? Not you know, I think a normal human would go, Yeah, I fucking deserve this, right? Me being me, yeah, I like, here, the Presbyterianism kicking in. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> I, I phoned reception and went, are you sure you've given me the right room? This, so like, yeah. people should be aware of this. People should be should know this. In in our group chat for the podcast, David sent his um, uh, confirmation of his, of his room in Vegas, Planet Hollywood, and he blurred out the room number. I was like, <laughs> even in the fucking chat, you don't want me to know no. where you're sleeping. That's fine. That's fine. Yes. No, um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I just like there was at one point Martin came over to get changed for the dinner because, as he said, he said, I'm not walking from my hotel in a suit in this, you know, 120 <laughs> degrees. Right? He yeah, said, if I get no. there, I'll be fucking drenched. So he said, Can I leave my stuff in your room and get, get changed before? I said, Sure, you can. So he, he arrived and he left his stuff in the morning. Him and Ross, hello, Ross, Fred from, yeah. from uh, Grand Junction, my old pal, and Martin's like, right, okay, that's excellent. Um, right, I'm just going to go back to my hotel. I said, no problem. I turned to Ross and went, you know, going with him? And he's like, oh, I can take the hint, yeah. Like, Good. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, off you fuck. Um, <laughs> Look, I've no, got eight rooms in here. That's not enough for me and you, all right? right. No, no, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. no I, I'm not. You might, you might be one of my oldest and dearest friends and I haven't seen you for 20 years, but I saw you last night. And therefore we're good. No fuck off. But uh, it was it was just yeah, an absolutely amazing time. And the, the can I just commend the organisers who decided to hold the absent friends football match on the Saturday morning, mm-hmm. which was after the Friday night. Yeah, so I mean, after the tampon yeah. blue night. Mm-hmm. My, I genuinely thought we were going to have casualties here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was no shade, none, right? A hundred right. odd degrees, and then in one of the greatest things I've ever seen, Andy Gray, uh, Richard Goff, David Robertson, and Craig Moore were the coaches of each team. There's four teams, and Andy Gray's team lost on penalties. And he was like, "Lads, this is a great shift." So here gets stuck into this, and he brings forward a cooler that was full of beer. Uh. <laughs> because yeah. that's exactly what they needed after. Yep. You yeah. know, and I, I really did worry. I thought, my God, mm-hmm. you're going to... So they, they, they also had this right before the AGM for NARSA. So uh, the announcement came up. Uh, we're running late because people are uh, just trickling in now from the football. It kind of, kind of got delayed. And as people, you could tell who was at the game playing mm. because, A, they showed up looking like lobsters. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And and every one of them kind of as they took their chair, you could just hear the like that, <laughs> like that move. Ga- Gary, I think, turned up with the AGM and he's kit, didn't he? If he did, serves. yeah. FKW. Um, <laughs> and uh, no, there, 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 there was to- Todd was all official. Todd was there as his RSC rep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he I wasn't was... at all, wasn't at all jokey. I was, uh, I was, I was dividing my time between uh, uh, between two clubs. 
and uh yeah i was pouring over the balance sheet making sure that was fucking sound and uh yeah it's yeah no i was i was very impressed so no it was just it was a wonderful time and my gambling Mm -hmm. how did you gamble much i i i ended up up yeah i um i i ended up losing like 80 like i lost 100 bucks one night and i gained like 20 the next so you know there wasn't wasn't really anything big i worked out i gambled 300 bucks and i made 700 so oh jesus that's up. good well a lot of that was down to one night was walking past and this is why i'm a shite gambler right because mm-hmm. i'm walking i said i'll just put some money into this i've not played any of the slots so why not Went right to Vegas. it's so a coke it machine but okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. hey i've won i've won a diet i've, I've won a diet coke so i, I fired in uh, 20 dollar into the machine right and it was called buffalo and you know, oh yeah the, yeah i saw yeah, that yeah, one yeah oh, yeah one with a big right so uh I, and i press spin right I don't know what happened, but for the next <laughs> five minutes, it went fucking mental, and lights were lighting up, and mm-hmm. it was going boo, and there was it was spinning itself automatically, and I'm just sitting there, and the woman next to me, who's clearly been there since Tuesday, right? Um, she's, like, uh, <laughs> she's like, how long have you been playing that? I said, I just, literally my first spin, and mm-hmm. then it came up, um, you've won $278, so I just took it, <laughs> fuck yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, um, so I'm like, no, I'm not, and I'm not gambling again the rest of the night. Uh, <laughs> right. Because I, I love that about Vegas, the way that the way it's designed to keep you in mm-hmm. you could never leave the, the strip is like one continual mm-hmm. you know like, like gambling alley and yeah. you actually have to make an effort to go outside the fucking airport has machines the airport has a, <laughs> as yeah. you're leaving it's like hey you want to give it one more shot what do you yeah. think yeah. come on Come on, chase those losses. Chase those well, losses. So I, I, yeah. I had a buddy, he, he was just out there a couple of weeks ago, and he dropped like nine grand in the casino. Jesus. And of course, well, then he's leaving. He's getting, you know, like you say, he's going through the airport. He's got like 200 bucks in his pocket, so he throws it in the machine and wins like four 4,000 of it back. That's so, so at least, nice. you know, he, he put a dent into it. Yeah. But, oh, uh, yeah. shout That's out to uh, shout out to member Steve who tried blackjack for the first time, much to the chagrin of everyone from East Kill Bride, because he sat down with sixty bucks and left with like three hundred. And you know, the guy in front of him is like, "Those are my fucking cards." And I was like, "Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, but no, not mathematically, <laughs> but yes, I see." What you're yeah. Although they do say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I'm going to tell a story, but I wouldn't name the person. Um, if mm-hmm. he's listening, he'll know who he is. Now, uh, this boy got off to a really bad start. Uh, not I, I flew in on the Tuesday, but on the Wednesday mm-hmm. equivalent flight. This boy was bladdered, and his mates were like, fucking sit down in this plane and shut up. Right? You know, just, right. you're too drunk. You've turned up at the airport drunk, and then you've got drunker. So fucking sit down and shut up. He touches the one of the air stewardesses' arse. Oh fuck! Now, that <laughs> is contraindicated, right? <laughs> this is not like a jet two flight to Spain, right? It's not a booze cruise. <laughs> they take transatlantic flights fucking seriously, so mm-hmm. of course that they went right. That's it. No more booze. I told they shut the plane down for booze. One hour into this transatlantic crossing he's he's lucky he didn't get arrested because he sobered up and was just so apologetic Mm -hmm. that i think he got away right but the whole plane hates him right because they can't they they can't get a drink and they were saying to the air you know captain nope captain's made the decision that's it it's Mm -hmm. it's done not no we we will not be serving alcohol so he's as popular as a shit in a swimming pool at this point Mm -hmm. right (laughs) <laughs> and his mates, his mates are all raging at him. So they get 
you know, they get into Vegas and he's like, ah, well, fuck you. I'm Because I'm his pals told us all this the next day. At the, so he goes, fuck you, I'm going out my own. And they're like, ah, I'll fucking go out, you know, and see if we can. We're going to get drunk. Now we can. Um, because, right, so they go back to the room a couple of hours later and there he's sitting head in hands. Now, mm-hmm. what's up with you? He says, this girl came up to me at the bar. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that... that that happens, then it happens a lot when oh, uh, yeah. attractive women approach yeah. you. Yeah. Now, she was clearly a hooker, right? Yep. And uh... he he kind of realizes she's a hooker, but he thinks that she likes him. Right? <laughs> and he's feeling sorry for himself. And this is possibly my favorite thing about any Vegas story I've ever heard. He then says to her, you know, they arrange and they arrange a price and everything, and that's all well and good. Not my scene, but you know, if you're into it, Vegas is a place where it can where it can happen. And he says, I tell you what, I'll get us a couple of drinks. Here's my room key. Oh no. Up, oh yeah. You go up and uh, ahead. And she's like, Oh yeah, that's a great idea. So he gets the drinks, that's... he goes up oh, to his room. She'd taken twelve hundred dollars yeah. that he's spending money. His shoes <laughs> uh, he was cutting about the, the casino and his and his sliders. She's taking his shoes, his watch. He's very lucky that he had his passport on him. Or that oh, would have been yeah, that's well. gone. Yeah, so the night, so he says to his mates that you know she should rob me, and they're like, "Of course she fucking robbed you. She's a hooker. That's her job. Yeah. That's what they do. If you had a pimp that was going to cut you unless you brought an X amount of money home at the end of the evening, you yeah. would steal too. Who gives their bloody a hooker oh. their hotel key no, and sends Jesus. it in? It's no. like supermarket sweep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. I mean, she just made her money for the night without really having to do, you know, the, the, the graft, yeah. as it were. Yeah, we hope exactly. Yeah. Night off. The other great one was a guy who we met who had, again, Ranger supporter, who had um, signed for a bar bill in the Heart Bar in Planet Hollywood for $3,200. Oof. I, and he was sitting and... He said to us, I was like, what did you buy? He says, well, you know, I was ordering bottles. I was like, there you go. I said, did you order? He says, yeah, I got a bottle of Grey Goose for the table and I got champagne. I said, well, that that $48 bottle of Grey Goose was probably about $600. Probably $600. Easy, you know, easy. Um, It was, uh, I was like, well, there you go. And he said, well, you know, I phoned my bank, but they said they can't do anything. I said, of course they can't fucking do anything. You spent it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, I mean, fuck the bank when when your wife, you know, gets woken up at four in the morning because Mm -hmm. you just rang up $3,200 in a fucking casino bar. Oh, what a, one of the guys went to the, I think it was either Caesar's Palace or the Bellagio. I think it was Caesar's Palace. There was a nightclub in there. And he was telling us to get in was an exorbitant, um, he bought this package, right? Which was, you get you get to go in, so that's expensive, and you get a $100 gift card that you can use in the bar. That's you know, it's itchy and, and scratchy money. It's, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like regular money, but more fun. Yeah. And so... <laughs> So he goes, uh, he's, he's got this $100 card just burning a hole in his pocket, and he goes to the bar and gets three vodka Cokes, 150 bucks. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> vodka and Coca-Cola. Good Lord. You laugh about it, but I mean, honest to God, the, the amount of money that they would that they could take off you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went to like, um, Ross arrived about... 45 minutes early for his check-in. So he went and 
I asked if he could get an early checkout, and he said, right. "Yeah, certainly, fifty dollars." Like, yes, exactly. I'm yes, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm I'm checking in in forty five minutes. So then, with about ten minutes to go, he said, "Look, this is silly. I'm just sitting here waiting. Can I check in?" They're like, "Yes, it's mm-hmm. down to twenty five dollars in the last half hour." And he's like, "But I'm. It's ten minutes." But <laughs> yeah, there is a, exactly. I did the thing where we were going. The, the one day I spent by the pool, because it's, I mean, it is, it's, it's warm, right? It's like 120. Although, thank, thanks to the makers of Factor 50 or Factor Overcoat, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> uh, they, they kept me nice and safe. But I was like, I can't just sit by the pool. I'm going to need to get a cabana or something. Mm-hmm. And look, I knew how expensive. I didn't think it was going to be cheap anyway. So I said, look, I'll, I'll get the cabana, lads. I'm my first mistake. Um, no. I know. I was like, right, like, um, kind of cab- cabana, four people. So, like, yeah, no problem. Three hundred and sixty-three dollars. Yep. Um, Jesus you know, Christ. for basically somewhere to hide next to the pool. But, exactly. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I didn't, but they I didn't all have lock boxes too, and you could make that money do. back just by going around and punching sixteen ninety into it and yeah. then <laughs> whatever's inside. I so should have should uh, sixteen ninety eighteen seventy two. Sixteen ninety didn't wear eighteen seventy two. Oh, okay. If I'm older, vintage eighteen seventy three. Someone's still clinging yeah. to that motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Uh, I should have. Um, t- but no, we, we had a wonderful time. No, yeah. no more so than uh, uh, our podder Martin, who. Yes. Everyone, because of his voice, because he's got that big, deep, booming yeah, voice, yeah, yeah, lots yeah. of gravitas, yeah. think <laughs> Martin is, yeah, Martin, they think, you know, very serious and very dignified man. Yes. Yeah, well, when he was still in the casino the next morning at 9 a.m. in his suit after the dinner, <laughs> that was part of That kind of put Little tender. Little tender. Well, I, I had to apologize to him because when I, when I met did. him, uh, first of all, I'm a Canadian. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I had to apologize to him. Because, too, by the way, you're too big to, you need to stop apologizing. People won't expect you to apologize because you, you could kick fuck it. Just whoop ass. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's, you know, once, once I'm done chopping wood and wrestling moose. Um, I, you, you definitely yeah, do. You could, you could carry that. I think, you know, we yeah. need to get you a trucker's cap and a, and a plate oh. shot and. Dude, uh, what do you think my uniform is in Ottawa? Jesus. That, that was quite actually, because I was like, this is the first time I've seen him without a cap. Yeah. It genuinely was. Yeah. <laughs> in a suit, no less. So yeah. when when you were, so uh, I had a, a, a couple of things happen and, and I had to I had to apologize to Martin. I also had to apologize to, uh, to Greg because when you were introducing them, uh, because of the noise and, and stuff like that, I just heard, okay, this is Martin. This is, this is Greg. Not realizing who these guys were like, and, and so <laughs> I had asked in conversations like to, to Martin, you've done the flagship, right? And he goes, oh <laughs> shit. Yes. Yes. And it was like, and then I'm, I, I, you tagged us in photos and stuff like that. I go, oh, there's Martin. I'll just start adding friends. Martin fucking Rams. God, mother fucking damn it. Jesus <laughs> Christ. And then same thing happened, uh, having with Greg. I'm like, oh, here's this guy, Greg. Now the next thing I see him, he's on the fucking panel for NARSA going, I'm sorry about the website. I'm really sorry. He's like, oh, fuck, he's that guy. Oh, and I, and I ran into him at the, at the airport. He, he and I were leaving around the same time. So it was nice to have another chat with him so yeah i mean greg uh, i i thought you let him off easy i was i was hoping that he would well well here's the thing you've got him and two rangers greats sitting beside him do they really need to be sitting there going and how come i don't get email receipts like it's so dumb so i i loved i loved that you that that people did that because we get some great stories at david robertson and Mm -hmm. gordon smith and you're absolutely right just you've got these legends here who are Mm -hmm. uh somebody took the huff with me actually and he came up and was, was quite 
miffed because uh, when I was doing uh, when I, when I was introducing the players, I said, "Look, people complain about there's no current players." And I was like, "Well, current players haven't earned legend status yet. These guys have." Yeah. Uh, and he came up. He said, "That's no fair. Some of these players are legends. What about Davis and McGregor?" So I'm just going to put this out here. Davis and McGregor clearly are Rangers legend. Will be mm-hmm. Rangers legend. But I just was brought up that you can't be a legend if you're an active player. Correct. But it's it. That was always the thing with me. It's not, you're absolutely right. When they retire, are they Hall of Famers? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Is McGregor in the conversation for the greatest Rangers goalkeeper of all time? He most certainly is. Yep. But I just am of the belief that they're not finished yet until they're finished. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Stevie Davis has achieved another trophy at Rangers. He's achieved another European final appearance at Rangers. So, he's, you know, he's still doing things. Um, whereas these guys, I think, at the end of their career, you could do. But um, I love that Scottish mentality. It's like, oh, I really enjoyed the 45 minutes of you talking, but there was seven seconds that I didn't like, and I'm going to talk about them. <laughs> you know, not, not the stuff I actually did enjoy, right. but uh-huh. the, the seven seconds yeah. I disagreed yeah. with. Oh, thanks, By the way, man. that is uh, the comment, uh, that is the conversations you have after every comedy show. Welcome to the biz. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I didn't, uh, I didn't really like, you know, that particular. It's like, well, you know, just, just you know. so yeah, we, we had a wonderful time, and I'm back with. I don't know if you can hear. I'm back with um, fourteen different bottles of pills because nice. I on the Monday, right? It's all finished, but I had a couple of days left to sort of recuperate, and uh, I think to myself. It's not a holiday in America unless you go to take me to Target, good man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm back with Arge, all please. Uh-huh. I yeah. am back with all. <laughs> First of all, a supermarket that has a Pizza Hut in it. I am. I am Beautiful. there for that. All right. So walking about, and I go up to the, make my beeline, of course, mm-hmm. to the medicines, and uh, I was like, I'm having that now in Britain. You can't buy two packets of paracetamol at the same time. It's right. They will not sell you them. Right. Right. Is that an ingredient for meth over there? Is that why? I, apparently, if you take thirty-two paracetamol, you could die. So sure. Know, right. That's how how nanny state we are in the UK. Mm-hmm. I bought fourteen bottles, mm-hmm. which total over fifteen hundred pills. Yep. Mm-hmm. In my trip to Tar, I've got Tylenol, I've got Exogen, I've got Advil, I've got Super Strength Ad- Ibuprofen, I've got something I can't pronounce, Acetaminophen <laughs> or something. I've got that fucking lot, and it turned out to be quite a good decision because, of course, I got COVID. So right. um, it's been very, very well. But yeah, for all I slag America. Every time I go, I buy a good two years worth of drugs. Uh, <laughs> Legal, perfectly. But then I, I was kind of shitting myself because I put them all in my bag. And I'm going, fuck me. See, when this goes through the airport, they're going to hear, rattle, rattle, yeah. rattle, When they and x-ray they, it. Yeah, they might think, hang on a minute here. He's just been in Vegas with X amount of thousands of... Uh, yeah, yeah. They, they right. were all legal and over the counter. Yeah, but, but, but yeah. Leave the foil on until you get through... Uh, through you get through exactly. exactly. I, got my, I got my first nitro drink, Shane. Yep. Nitro, what? Pepsi and nitro. I coffee. told you. Oh, right. yeah. oh the, 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 the nitro, nitro, the nitro Pepsi was... The, the, I liked it. It was weird, but yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I like... Mm, it's very smooth, but the yeah. nitro... You get this... Um, Starbucks Nitro. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, yeah. it is so good. It's I, just, like I, I, I don't believe in cold, cold coffee. 
you know, like when my coffee's cold, that means I need to go get a new cup. Yes, yeah. that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was 120 degrees. Well, yeah, but even then, I'm still, <laughs> David. It's it's fucking 105 degrees. I'm drinking coffee right now. Like I mm-hmm. am, yeah. I am absolutely fucking done. Right, because see between <laughs> Seville, see between Seville and now Vegas. So I get back, and actually I was sitting on the way home, sitting at Heathrow waiting for my my flight. And Terminal 5, and I'm like, I've seen too much of this fucking place the last six months. Right? <laughs> you know, I've been to Copenhagen, I've been to um, mm-hmm. you know, Dortmund, I've been to mm-hmm. Leipzig. Uh, Leipzig, I've been to Braga, I've been to Seville, Into France. Vegas. Uh, There's a thing about pants. So, yeah. So, I get home, right, and Sally, and incidentally, Todd, is uh, WestJet a Canadian company? It is. Right. So, Sally had COVID. So, right. On the Sunday night, she she was pretty ill. On the Sunday night, I phoned her and said, that's me done with everything I needed to do at the convention. But, um, you know, so when you're home, I said, well, my flight is 6.45 a.m. Wednesday, your time. Mm-hmm. She said, oh, can you not come home early? I said, all right, well, I'll, yeah, have a look at flights. And if there's one I'll, reasonable, I'll, I'll come home. So she, she brings me this one, WestJet, which was via Toronto. Yep. I think and then yeah to the UK, mm-hmm. um, and I I thought about it, I went no right no I'm not I'm not giving up my suite for you know mm-hmm. and to pay and my and my expensive premium economy flight to pay mm-hmm. seven hundred quid just to, to come home two days early, right. so uh, I said no and then uh, a supporter contacted me and said yeah see that flight that your wife wanted you to get um it's been delayed for a minimum of 26 hours and we're now going via nova scotia now if i had been sitting in fucking nova scotia airport Uh-oh. which i doubt is the funnest place in the city um it's given, cute well uh, it, having given up my premium economy flight and my suite i yeah. would have been Mm-hmm. At least you were, you know, would have been a moderate temperature. You could have, you could have enjoyed that for a well, minute. Well, <laughs> when I get home, so you know, sitting Sally says, "How was your trip?" And I was like, yeah, "Photographs, all the rest of it, brilliant, right?" And she goes, "I think we should look at maybe going somewhere hot, the two of us." And I say, "I am mm-hmm. not going anywhere." Where the temperature <laughs> is over fifteen Celsius for at least five years. That's I'm right. done. I, I am well, I, I sent you guys that the other day. Like, I I got up and mowed the lawn at like seven forty in the morning. Because mm-hmm. it was only 29 degrees, you know, right. at that point. Where, yeah. where it, it, the past three days, it's peaked out right around 43 mm-hmm. to 45. So can I'm, I can I'm I good. just can can I just say on behalf of of the podcast, uh, I am so happy that you, the lone American, are still in, are the only one embracing Celsius. Thank you. <laughs> I, I I try to quickly do the conversions in my head. I th- yeah. That's that's yeah. right. Right. Four, four Double, yeah, about thirty. That's all you got to do. One oh eight, right around there. So yeah. Yep. yep. Um, I had uh, I, I'm I'm sure you saw the pics of it, but like, well, first of all. When I when I landed, I'm with uh, I'm with all the the Toronto guys, and we were you know we were all masked up on on the flight, so the entire thing. As soon as you break into that airport, it's like Vegas never heard of it. It's like it's no. like everyone is maskless. I guess this is the thing now, and we're we're taking the 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 car uh, into into the hotel. We're stopping at an intersection, and they have the 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 flashing billboards of like all the shows that are coming up and i look up and i see my buddy tricks who's a comedian 
on one of the billboards and what first of all I had no idea who was down in vegas and secondly jesus christ why do i have to see you now so i messaged him and he was able to get me a spot at a comedy club there oh, so cool. i was able to so i did a uh, i did a friday night spot there and then a friend of mine uh christine von hagen if you're ever in vegas go see her she opens for the puppetry of the penis show and she got me into this uh this bar it was this it was the saturday night and i have done the convention meals before and the and the the music afterwards and and uh so i know how those things go and she got me on the saturday and it was like an 11 o'clock show and i was like you know what they're gonna be playing sweet caroline five times i get it it's uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll make my excuses i know the party will still be going on when i get back so that's fine so i snuck out i go to this this uh this open mic and it's all new material that you, that you have to do you can't do anything you've done before so it's going to suck <laughs> and it was and i get and i get in there and the overdriver kind of slightly overshoots where we're supposed to be is like this bar called square bar in the in a very dodgy part of, of las vegas and i go oh i think that's it and he sees this there's a nightclub right beside it and there's a huge long line and goes oh i think that's you and i went no it is not it is that place over there that kind of looks dumpy on the outside and before i got inside there was a, a, a drunken ashtray heaving shit fit fight uh, between uh, between two women. One of them screaming. The boyfriend is trying to calm her down. She kicks him in the balls. Then nice. she <laughs> runs. She runs away. He's trying to placate her while you know you know trying to shield his friendlies. And then she crouches down in between two cars, vomits. And so <laughs> I'm still in my suit from the banquet, and I look over and go may I be of assistance? And he's like, no, we got it. Thank you, sir. Sir. That's so gorgeous. <laughs> so get inside. And the, the inside of square bar is perfect. Like it's 1970s nouveau chic. They have a really good menu taps. They're open 24 hours. I recommend going to this place. It is like this little oasis and kind of this, you know, sketchy area. And so, uh, meet the MC. He's great. My friend is, is she got done the show. I got to meet, uh, I got, well, not meet. I know, uh, her husband was there just taking money right out of the, the gambling machines on the bar. Like he's just mm. having a, having a time. And, uh, we sit down at a table just waiting for our time to, to go up. And I turned the MC, uh, while one of the acts is on, I go, when am I on? He goes, well, it's this guy who was about to go up and then it's either you or or her and you. And he points to the, to, to the woman beside me at, at another table. So the other guy goes up and I turn to the woman. I don't, you know, never seen her perform in my life. And I go, um, are you, uh, are, are you going to be going up? And she's like, oh, I don't know yet. It's like, you know, I totally get it. Uh, you know, no, uh, no problem either way. And I'm just thinking to myself, you know what? I get it. It's new material night. You might not be too comfortable with it. Maybe this is her first time. I don't know what, I don't know what story. So I go up do my time. Half of it's great. Half of it sucks. And, uh, yeah. I go, it's, yeah, I just, I, I, I listen to the tape and go, fuck me. That needs work. Um, and, uh, two, two jokes went well. And then like the other two were like, hmm, keep going. So I get off stage. Everything's cool. Go get another drink. And I sit down beside my friend and the woman who was sitting beside me, she's now on stage and she's doing really great. She's fucking amazing. And uh, I'm watching, go, this is really good. She's, she's, I had no idea that, you know, she had this in her. And my friend turns to me and goes, uh, yeah, um, Marsha Warfield. And I went, oh, I get it. I see. I see what she's, she's, she, she's very much like, I see where she's getting that, that she's very much like Marsha, Marsha Warfield because, <laughs> oh, fuck, it's Marsha fucking Warfield. <laughs> um, 
for those of you who don't know, Roz from Night Court yes. was there. And so I, so now my jaw is in my lap. And she comes off stage and I go, I have to tell you, you were one of the reasons I got into stand-up because she was on a tape of stand-up comedy that I wore out. Like I used to go to sleep to it. And so like I knew all of her bits and the punch. It's like, it was just so amazing. So we got to talk with her afterwards. Was, we're all kind of holding court after. And uh, I just turned to her and said, do you, do you know what my favorite punchline of yours is? And she goes, I don't know. I said, who wants to fuck an old man for a long time? And she goes, that's one of mine. And so she gives the whole history behind it. And the actual joke is, you know, she, how she likes to have sex with younger uh, men because they can, they may not, they might not be good, but they can go a lot. And she had a friend that says, you know what, you should go, uh, you know, have sex with older men because they can go longer. And then she says, who wants to fuck an old man for a long time? And I got to say it with her at the same time. And my friend Christine is watching, going, watching you two say the exact same line at the exact same time just fills my heart with joy. So <laughs> a slightly different form. conversation from the one you had with Colin Steen, I hope. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> we are hoping someone wants to fuck an old man for a long time. I just, uh, yeah. I, 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 uh, yeah, if, if you'd approached him in that sort of thing, I think we would have had you thrown out of the building. Mm, oh, yeah. <laughs> One thing I was very disappointed to learn that I pulled Greg up on this, Greg uh, Marshall, the SLO. He was there, right. and uh, the Saturday night is the big dinner, and it's a suit and tie job, and it's not up for fucking debate. And nope. you wear a suit and tie, right? Or you do not get in. They are that strict, right? So, uh, you know, we're all, we're all, I mean, I think we've, you know, as a room, we scrubbed up quite nice. Um, mm -hmm. So we're all there, you know, suit and tie. Then Greg comes in and I was like, Greg, what? Blue suit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Black shoes. Oh. And he's like, it's part of the uniform. Like, what? I said, yes, it's part of the uniform at Rangers. Um, we need to wear, uh, you know, a navy blue suit, mm -hmm. uh, but we have to wear black shoes. I, I've never been more disgusted with a club in my life. You know, this, this was this was. Well, I've been talking about the shoes for a couple of years. Oh, it's become right. a you're problem. Right. It's right. a problem. I was like, but 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 he went. No, it was um, Dave King um, when he was the chairman. He, you know, he, he issued a dress code and it's black shoes with with a navy suit. It is never black shoes with a navy suit. Can I just state that for the mm -hmm. record? It is brown shoes or it is blue shoes. It is never, ever, ever, ever <laughs> black shoes with a navy suit. Can we just put this one to We went down. Ross needed to buy some gear for the dinner. So we ended up down in Macy's um, where I, oh, I caved and bought a bum bag. Uh, or mm -hmm. a, a fanny pack. Uh, <laughs> right. Giggle. Um, but I made them. But the reason was I had these shorts that had no pockets, and I just thought I'm going to lose my fucking phone. Right, I'm going to mm -hmm. lose my phone or my wallet, even worse. So I thought I'll buy one of these, and I put it around my chest. And as somebody said, "Wear it around your bum. You're not in the Union Bears, right?" You're right. Not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but <clears throat> me being me, we're walking about, and there's a Hugo Boss store, and I was buying a couple of things. I said, "Oh, by the way, I, I see you've got one of those little, little bum bags, as I call mm -hmm. them." I said, um, "Could I buy one of them?" He's like, "Of course." I never ever buy something without fucking looking. So that's. Bum bag that I used twice that will never uh, ever be worn again. A hundred and ten dollars. I mean, for fuck's sake! I might as well just set fire to my wallet. Never mind. <laughs> utterly. But we go into Macy's, right? 
and there's a white suit, right? A white three-piece suit. Sure. That up on the thing, and we're both looking at it. And I was like, I think you could carry that. He's like, No, I think you could. You're the host. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. I would like to meet the type of guy who could in his forties who feels he could. You know, he <laughs> he would be a fun night out. A guy who could who could carry away. I mean, I I I feel even uncomfortable. I feel uncomfortable in anything that is black or navy. Right, right. Suit wise, yeah. uh, even grey worries me. Grey for the reason that once you get to a certain age, it doesn't matter how many times you shake it, a little bit still comes out when it goes in. <laughs> yep. And a mm-hmm. grey suit is is a no no for that. Black yep. and navy hide a multitude of sins, yeah. but in mm-hmm. particular, yes. they hold the excess drippage mm-hmm. that that would come through. And look, it doesn't. I've I've stood. At the at the toilet for about three four minutes, and mm-hmm. I've jumped up and down. I've poked yep. myself in the sack. I've, <laughs> right. you know, basically gave David, myself that's not a where semi. Pee comes from. You, it doesn't you know, come you, from basically, <laughs> basically, if you if you do the hokey pokey with it, it helps. You know, you pull it yeah. out, then you pull it back in, then you put it out again, oh, and shake it, it all I've, about. I've, yeah. I've I've done style jumps. Right to, to oh, try and you know to you try and, popular yeah to try and force us off out up and down right and then five minutes in there's nothing coming out of this it's completely and utterly done you're actually thinking about your next pee never mind your previous one you put it back mm-hmm. in the trousers out comes a wee bit and it's like for right. fuck's sake yep. so grey suit was a total non-event I thought a white suit is absolutely mm-hmm. just not happening no. whatsoever. No, yeah, it's uh, uh, as I've said before. All of my suits are navy. I don't even have a black suit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have different navy suits. That's it. Yep. <laughs> it's, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, honestly, I've got I've got um, full navy suits, and I've got one black one for funerals. And that's the only. Mm-hmm. Uh, even then, they've, I mean, uh, you know, you can go with a a more modest high or, or something, or maybe even you know, I don't know, whatever. But no, yeah, no, just no. A, I, I just yeah. I don't like where it's kind of like, you know you go in my closet. There's navy suits, and then there's <laughs> blue rangers tops. And that's like, it's just blue, 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 blue. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> oh, and here's a a, a pro tip for uh, for anyone who's like, oh, I don't want to bring it because it's going to wrinkle and stuff like that. Roll the suit. Yep. Roll it. Do not fold. Don't if you fold. roll it, hangs right up nice. Yep. Give it a day. All the wrinkles go out. It's done. Yep. Or just, you know, yep. send it down to the front desk with dry cleaner. But, uh, sure, that's eighteen, you yeah, know, eighteen hundred dollars. You don't need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not not in Vegas. In Vegas, that you need to take a second mortgage to, yeah. to pay oh, for that. Oh, so uh, I found out that the um, Starbucks in the hotel, um, though convenient, and you do pay for convenience. Um, I'm going to throw this out to you guys. Uh, I got myself a a, a, a venti uh, dark roast mm-hmm. from from Starbucks, and nice. it. It was delicious. It was a nice, delicious coffee. And uh, I thought I'd treat myself to a pastry and got a blueberry scone, uh, which is, you know, flaky, uh, mm-hmm. lots of blueberries. Very nice. Um, what do you think that combination uh, cost me? $36.50. Mm. I'm low. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're right not there. It was, it, was, it, was, it was $18. Okay. It was Fuck $18. Hell. $18. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. is just... I, I mean, it was remarkable the ability they have to get money out of you. I honestly yeah. think if they were if they were legally allowed, they would have magnets to suck the change 
out of your. No, they, they, they'd have little like mm-hmm. clamps that grab your feet and just flip you over yeah, and do the, the shaky right. thing. Yeah. Similarly, people had this idea in their head that oh, they give you free drinks when you're gambling. Yeah, if you are gambling, you know, five yeah. grand a yeah, throw, if you have yes. real money. Yes, yeah. You don't, they, if you're sitting there with your forty quid, like I was, to go, they're not coming up and offering you uh, no. a free no. beverage. That's for no. that's for certain. But the other great thing, of course, is when any you know a large group of Scottish people go to America is uh, the tipping. Um, because yes. people do not understand that you're supposed to tip for everything because culturally we don't do it. Um, and it's just, it's brilliant. The guy standing, like like the bellhop standing there mm-hmm. and he's sort of waiting and the Scottish guys are like, but you want a fucking photo, mate? Fuck off. You know, it's <laughs> just not quite understanding what what uh, what goes on with that there. Because I, I I did it the first night, got a couple of drinks at the bar, handed over, uh, paid for it by card, and then handed over a couple of dollars. And mm-hmm. the guy's like, ah, why'd you tip him? I was like, you need to tip him every time. He's like, why? I said, so he doesn't piss in your drink. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I said, don't don't fuck about with these people. This is this is yeah, this their is land. How they earn you're their the living. Visitor. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're 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 the visitor. You need to do uh, your yes. thing. You need to make sure. So, I had a, had a pretty good time. Um, thoroughly enjoyed that. Would recommend. And then the next two years, Toronto and New York, mm-hmm. which are yep. obviously two amazing yep. cities. Yep. So mm-hmm. people are well. I, I must say. So it. I mean, I. I I stayed home because we were going to go on a fishing trip with my dad and worked and then got COVID. So, um, yeah, I, I didn't get to have any fun. Uh, but mm-hmm. I am starting my campaign for 2025. Yes. Narsa Rockford. Beautiful. <laughs> Look, what, what, Beautiful. What, the, the casino will be done by then. We have mm-hmm. a facility with two full 11 aside pitches with a bar in the middle, right? So you, you can get drunk and watch the football in air conditioning. Yes. Fucking wonderful. All the golf Beautiful. courses, every you know everything you need. It's it's perfect. Everything right here, and and, and drinks are cheap. You can get mm-hmm. fucking wasted here for nothing. So well, see that I think would be a big attraction to yes. people after mm-hmm. um, after <laughs> yeah the, after, the, after yeah Vegas, Toronto, and New York back to back to back. Yeah, <laughs> I think yes. that that may, that may well be an attraction. But yeah, we'll come <laughs> hang out at your bar. It's called the District for fuck's sake. See? So there you go. Exactly. You know, exactly. I'll, I'll put, I'll totally put up on stage. I can fit six hundred of you in there at one time. There we go. Get ah, fucked there up. you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, it works. It works. Uh, It'll bring only new material. That'll be great. And. Uh, I, I, I mean, the only good thing was the COVID didn't try to, you know, blow my heart up this time. So that, that mm-hmm. was a, that, that was a net positive. Uh, right. It's, it's, yeah. it's not pleasant. Look, I, no. I'm triple vaxxed and I'm very mm-hmm. glad because uh, if that's what it's like with triple vax, then right. fuck what yeah. it would have been like. No, it's Original uh, gangster not COVID. It's not pleasant. <laughs> no. Another thing about it is, is uh, genuinely I'm, I'm fucking knackered all the time. Now, yeah. well, it doesn't matter. Oh, no, do, that all. doesn't go away for a while, but you better well, get used to the, that. Yeah, and I know we laugh and joke about it, but I mean, honest to God, I'll do a pod and I'm sitting like I'm shattered, and then yeah. you know, I'll, even mm-hmm. even just little things like you know, I thought tidy a kitchen yesterday, and it was a ten minute job. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like it was sitting epic, and I'm I'm, I'm knackered, yeah. and you know that way you get annoyed at yourself for it. You're like, come on, you Edgar, give yourself a shake. The most Scottish thing ever, or actually no, most Presbyterian, because you two of it as well, the most yeah, Presbyterian yeah. thing get ever up, right get around the world. Come <laughs> yep. on, you're fine. Fucking yep. give yourself a shake, my boy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, I'm afraid I can't shake out a, a yes. virus. <laughs> it doesn't work. Doesn't work like that. Um, mm-hmm. But we, we 
can't help it's what we do. No, yeah, it's who we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, see, so, you know, I, you know, because obviously I had to take the whole week off of work once I tested mm-hmm. positive, and then um, but I, you know, I was going to bed or like falling asleep on the couch at like ten thirty, you know. Like wa- sure. wa- watching the evening news and waking up at three in the morning, like what mm-hmm. the fuck? I was like, why yeah. am I f- so fucking? Oh yeah, I forgot COVID. Right. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. that that's why I'm sleeping eleven hours a day and drinking yeah. like four gallons of water. So I had yeah, the I, I had the same thing when I got home, except it wasn't from COVID. It was from the red eye, which I had a very uncomfortable sleep, and I completely blame it on the only thing that the airport restaurant had before it closed, which was a fried chicken dinner. You know, yeah. exactly the light snack I was looking yeah, for. Yeah, before so, you climb on a plane, yes, <laughs> right. So, uh, and and I was kind of cramped in, so I didn't really sleep, and so I was like kind of in and out, and my wife and I are having dinner and I'm basically falling asleep in my pasta. Like she is just, <laughs> she's done with me. She's like, get your ass to bed. You know, we can't even watch top chef together right now. You are a mess. I was like, okay. Fine. Oh, I went to an American famous chef guy's restaurant. Tom Fieri, I think. Is that a bloke? Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. Yeah. Guy Fieri. Yeah, I, went, I went to, I went to his place. Mm-hmm. Nice. How was Flavortown? Flavor time was nice. Um, I, I, I did a few things actually. I didn't. I didn't just sit in, mm-hmm. in my room. Despite I went to see the Beatles show, uh, yeah. nice. the Mirage, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Soleil, which is superb. Which I, one? I, oh, or the the I love the Beatles one. Um, oh, the Beatles love. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh. I, I, I'd seen it when I got married in Vegas in 2013, but they've changed. You know, it, it's not the exact same show, and no. it's. It's actually in parts quite moving. Um, and if you, the only problem with that was coming out, they've got a big, a big Beatles store, mm-hmm. and I yes. went fucking mental. <laughs> Goodbye, money. Um, I actually, ha- you, I, you don't drink, you barely gamble. They will find a way to fucking get money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's it. They, they knew where they if were you doing have advice, they will get it. That's oh I've yeah. Got probably my <laughs> highlight of all the purchases I made. Oh, there, there are two two highlights and you, you'll love them for different reasons one mm-hmm. is a yellow submarine snow globe of course right? yeah because yeah. You, why wouldn't you want one of those right and the other one is they had the, and i lugged this all the way back from fucking las vegas um a couple of years ago one of the guys who was there um i'll just say hello to him um he was playing at the match on, on the, the saturday a couple of years ago he got in touch with me he says look david i've got the complete um, beatles album set um, which is about six hundred dollars, uh, six hundred quid, uh, mm-hmm. and and a proper flight, you know, flight case thing. Um, and I'm looking to sell it, and I was like, oh, I can't really afford that just now, mate. He's like, No, I'm selling it for three hundred. I was like, Bring it round. So uh, I bought that right, and Sally then bought me the the Beatles, the singles box set for yeah. Christmas one year, mm-hmm. which I forgot she'd bought me. So I bought it. In the Beatles store, <laughs> oh, two hundred and forty dollars oh. plus tax, um, and I lugged this fucking and it's quite heavy because it's got like you know twenty twenty singles in it. I brought it home. And I said, "Look!" And Sally went, "You have that?" I said, "No, I don't." And she took me through to my room, um, pointed <laughs> pointed to my vinyl collection and went, "And I ah." Yeah, so so what I did was very sensibly I gave it to my dad and went, "Look what I brought you." Yeah. <laughs> well played. Yeah, you, you've got oh, to try and get something out of it. But yeah, I went, I went fucking mental in there. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, and the other, thing, can I just give a shout out? To, I went to the 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 Raiders. There was an official Raiders store in the Medical Mile, sure. right? Mm-hmm. To get something for my nephews. Um, so you know, a couple of t-shirts and a few bits of tie, you know, usual kind of mm-hmm. stuff. 
And uh, this this Rangers fan was in the store at the time, this wee guy. And he's like, hello, David. I was like, how are you doing, mate? Um, you buying some stuff for back He says, I was gone, he says, but... It also says Las Vegas Raiders. That's not where they're from. They're from LA. <laughs> and I, I thought, they're from Oakland, but yes. Yeah. I yeah, thought, yeah, yeah. I, I don't have time to explain this. Yeah. My flight leaves in three hours. And I, you know, I, and I said, uh, no, they, they moved to Vegas. He's like, how they can they fucking move to Vegas? I said, well, because they did. Um, so they're still the Raiders. Right. But how can they be the Raiders if they're not? From, and I said, because oh, I, I said, trust me, if you buy this stuff, it is legit. It's not a big, it's not a big scam. Right, <laughs> they came up with. All they've done is they've taken the A, notched out the stick in the middle, and flipped it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they'll probably move again in five years, so this stuff mm-hmm. will be like a time capsule. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, he, he was his brain was just not taking in the, the Raiders because <laughs> they were there. I love that. I love that mentality. It's such a male thing of. You were called this once, and that's your <laughs> yes, name. For exactly. it. It's like that exactly. bit coming. It's like that bit coming to America in a barber shop. The boy's name's Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. <laughs> right, right, right. Let's. Well, I mean, like our sports stadiums. I, 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 I don't know the name of the place the White Sox play. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's it's Comiskey Park. I don't know sure. what it is. Yeah. That's what it's called because yeah. you know Sky Dome. Yeah, I, it is yeah, still yeah, Sky Dome. Yes, it has been Rogers for years. Sky Dome. Well, I, like, oh, like yeah. the Mariners play at Safeco Field. Like I don't. I I, I think they have a new sponsor. I, I don't know what the fuck mm-hmm. it's Safeco Field. That's what it was right. when they Whoever, built it. That's what will always be. Yes. That's it. Whoever named you can you can get a naming right stadium that sticks in your mind if you're the first in. Yeah, like, like um, Wrigley Field, for chance. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yes. Manchester City play at the Etihad. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. if you're first in, you can get it. But yes. if not, yep. no. People will yep. always refer to it as what it was. Yeah. The ACC in Toronto. It's now <laughs> Scotiabank something or whatever the yeah. fuck. No, it's still yeah. the ACC. No. Yeah. no, 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 no. We've learned one name. We don't have time or inclination to learn a second. Yep. Uh, let's see. Like I said at the beginning, scroll down the show notes. There's a Buy Me a Coffee link if you want to help out. I have I a computer. Say, I have a computer yes, for please the Please help, help me get a new computer. But uh, thanks to uh, Steve McMillan, who signed up for uh, like the monthly supporter. Of course, our buddy Ian who uh, gave over his space to the uh, the Erskine uh, charitable you know group, but everybody knows how to go find them, so go chip in. And just uh, just a Michael Neal, <laughs> someone who signed up as someone, and someone mm-hmm. else who signed up as someone. Th- thank you, guys. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, to the Shane soundboard and new laptop fund. And <laughs> if you're listening to this on CrowPod today, which is Thursday, when you wake up in the morning, you get an hour of me and David talking about Richard Nixon in the first of the Watergate at 50 series. Because I, I mm-hmm. said it, it's coming out roughly about the time of the actual mm-hmm. uh, June 17th, 1970, the 50th right. anniversary of the break-in. So it will come out overnight in America. It will be there at about 6 in the morning if you're over in the UK. And uh, yeah, so go enjoy that crap. There we go. Yeah, it's not, uh, the, no, it's, a, it's actually quite good. We, um, Shane and Boy, I are, you do not know how to market. No, nah, Shane and I are very, um, well, I'll, I'll come to this. But Shane and I are very, you know, we, we don't blow our own trumpets and we do joke around mm-hmm. a lot, but I think genuinely we're both quite proud of this. And, yeah. Uh, well, and like, we, we I usually it, don't and, listen to anything that we do. And, you know, I was like, fuck it. I got to listen to this to make sure, you know, I got to make sure the sound's right. I mean, you know, because it's, it's not like the regular show. It's, like a special series. Yeah, fuck thing. all you listening to this shit. No, yeah. I don't give a shit about that. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but I, yeah. I I would I've listened to 
let's face it, pretty much every fucking Watergate show that's ever been made, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was watching Did one I'll... last night from 1983. Before we recorded that yesterday, I listened to like three <clears throat> podcasts before we got yeah, So I was I like, know, okay, I, don't talk about this because somebody else no, has already I, done it. I mm-hmm. think ours is the most complete. I really do. I think it's the widest. I think it because we're such anorakes about mm-hmm. it. But uh, uh, yeah, so have a listen and, yeah, and see yeah. what you think. Well, I mean, be that. Uh, another six to twelve or eighteen episodes, or however mm-hmm. many that we decide to yeah. do. So, I was I was other- just happy that, that being around you two, I was able to get Richard Nixon as the final Jeopardy answer the other day. So it was <laughs> it was know, pretty, pretty cool to see that. Yeah, see when you're talking about marketing and being shit at it, you've held my ball shaving adverts, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. You, right. So I, I can't tell you enough. Let me do them for Christ's sake. <laughs> Naomi Jesus. from from Playback Media gets in touch and said, "Great news, David." Manscaped want to come back with a bigger deal. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, what do I have to do to get these cunts to fuck off? What's her name? What's her name? Naomi. Naomi, give me a call. Yes. <laughs> no, no, I, I will take the call saving money. Trust me. Yes. I, I said to them, I was like, do you ever listen to these? Or do they ever listen to them? And she says, well, no. Um, I, said, I have never once, once read out the script they've given me. Not once. Um, <laughs> I said, I, I go on and I tell people who use these products that they're perverts and they should be shunned by society. Absolutely went, ashamed of themselves. She, she said, mm-hmm. well, it's working because people are buying it. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 this was the opposite of my intentions with this product. Um, I need I need to be quite upfront. But although, can I also just say... NordVPN, um, who, of course, they, they were a sponsor of ours last season. And um, basically with NordVPN, when Rangers use it, when we use it, when any – you, it's difficult in podcasts because you have to wink, right? Yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, this is yeah. not so you can watch yes. football. You're literally not allowed to say what it's for, okay? Yes. So you have to go, oh, it's for security, and oh, yeah. it's for this and for that. It's in no way designed for you to watch RTV, and they're, they're advertising with Rangers FC and a, yeah. a Rangers podcast for no reason yeah. other than your internet security. Um, it, is, it is like Apu describing what the Civil War was about. Just say slavery. Yes. Just say slavery, yeah. <laughs> it's basically, just, just say security, right? We, we all know. But um, you, you have to try and convey a wink through audio, right? But mm-hmm. uh, we... Uh, when I was over in Vegas, I was able to sit and watch British television yeah. through, you know, on the iPad because, oh, and this is how boring, and this is how much you should listen to the Watergate show because this is us, you know, to the level of interest we have in it. I was in Las Vegas, Sin City, right? I had money in my pocket. I had, you know, the whole strip is available to me. I wasn't going home for two days. The world was my oyster. And on Sunday night, I sat in because CNN had a new Watergate show on. Yes, it is. <laughs> I ordered a pizza and sat watching it. Jesus. Well, I saw that there's a Martha, Mar- uh, Martha Mitchell documentary yes, coming yeah, out tomorrow. Yep. tomorrow. Oh, no, there's a- no, no, there's a documentary coming out as well. Uh, I think mm-hmm. tomorrow, actually. So I, I'm, I'm going to uh, start Netflix the- or Amazon. I can't remember. I don't know. I've been trying to go through and like add every Watergate thing that's popping up to the list on the mm-hmm. various yeah. services. But when you've got, you know, six different services, it's hard to keep track. Yeah, well, so. there's the Julia Roberts show about Martha Mitchell. That, yes, uh, John Mitchell Panna's about. John Mitchell. <laughs> Our yeah. good friend, Sir Duncan Ferguson, says, uh, he says, it is so spectacularly over the top, it's wonderful. Um, well, he, as, he, as she was. Nice. So, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> yes. so I'm going to, I'm going to check that series out. I, uh, I'm actually kind of, uh, 
uh, dabbling in the what is the name of her uh, the Angeline, I believe is the the name of the show, which is it, it's such a captivating story that I don't know if you know who this woman is, but she basically put out billboards of herself in L.A. and drives around in a pink Cadillac hmm. and is not famous for anything other than that. And it's her backstory. Like she doesn't act. She might've been a porn star. She, she might've been like the front person for it, but like everyone, like whenever you listen to the people on podcasts and interviews or, or, or whatever, they go, you know, I had an Angeline sighting. Like she is like, she is like the groundhog in groundhogs day where you just like, Oh good. <laughs> six more weeks. Like, it's, uh, and, and so far it is just weird and crazy. Like if, if there's like, um, a minuscule amount of truth to uh, to everything she's doing. It's, it's it's nuts, but hey, that's celebrity. Oh, oh uh, and by the way, spe- speaking of which, I just wanted to say uh, to to all the listeners uh, who came up to uh, to David and I and Narsa, uh, beautiful running into you, and and uh, thank you for listening. Uh, it's yeah. it's it's a pleasure to to have been in your company, and it was a great week. I, I, I got to say thank you to everybody who sent me a DM on Twitter or Facebook or something saying, I just saw David and Todd, where are you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for thinking of me. Uh, yeah, a lot of people did say that. Where's Shane? Uh, he, yeah. he hasn't come because he's he's got the lurgy. Well, no. Mm-hmm. It was, well, again, it was my dad's 75th. Yeah, birthday. but what did, you want to, what did you want us to say? He hasn't come because he doesn't like you enough. I mean, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He likes his dad more than you. Yeah, he likes his dad <laughs> more than you. Well, that's the thing. People were getting stuck into Stuart Robertson, and look, there's plenty to get stuck into Stuart Robertson about, but because he didn't go to NASA, um, it was his daughter's 18th birthday, and look, these are still human beings, right? So, you know, so it's difficult to say to the wife, by the way, I'm off to NASA for a jolly. Oh, you, you, you take that party, right? I'm not fucking bothering my arse with it. Um, you know, it's not just quite as. Um, they are still human beings. There's a lot to criticize them for in the last year, absolutely, but I don't think that was one of them. <laughs> all right couple questions so, so, you know, we're, we're coming yep. up on time here david lapperton mm-hmm. th- this is the big one of the week after todd dropped the bombshell of apples on a sandwich david david wants to point out it is just wrong it is absolutely, nope. absolutely. abhorrent nope and i'm not still, even die on this hill. I, I, I know i'm I, right i've been thinking about this since the minute this revelation broke on the crow pod yep. and mm-hmm. i can't get it out of my head it's like it's like it's a jeff right. lynn song rattling around mm-hmm. in there oh boy uh <laughs> What's the nastiest food thing you've ever heard or witnessed? He said his cousin put <laughs> tomato ketchup in a broth soup. Yep. Oh, Still sounds yeah. better than uh, apples on a sandwich. But uh, Come on. See, for my, me, my, it would be I, I, I'm a legendary on the sandwich guy. No, I can't do the apples. No, no mayo on a sandwich, absolutely. No. Um, apple on no. a sandwich is oh. not a thing, let's be no. honest. No, right? no. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd say probably... Um, a few months ago, my, my old friend Stevie Tyree, Ayrshire Billy mm-hmm. Boy, um, posted up that he likes on a, a a piece of sausage. He likes salad cream, and I'm I'm haunted. No. Uh, as as yeah. was Rangers Twitter, haunted by that. However, I, I'll give this one to the late great PJ O'Rourke, uh, who I know oh, we were, were fans of. Um, he uh, went a traveling back in the eighties, when the world was not as open, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and he he said, and, and he went to I think off the top of my head, right? I think it was uh, Libya, but I might be wrong. Okay. But it was that. It was the Middle East. It was that sort sure. of region. And he said, so I, I got invited to this dinner, 
this big dinner that the local mayor was putting on for me, you know, the American here, and they said, you don't want to annoy these people. Um, so, you know, being PG O'Rourke, he said, I didn't want kidnapped. So <laughs> he, he says, I figure the safest place to be is with the mayor. And he said, so I, I, I went in and, and they said to me, you know, through the translator, we're going to bring you a special dish that we reserve just for our... Um, it's a traditional Libyan dish, and it's mm-hmm. reserved just for our our, our 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 guests. And he's like, right, okay, I've got to eat this. Don't matter what it is, right? You know, whether you like it or not, I've got to eat this. He said, and they bring me this, and it's in an egg cup, and it's an egg, and the lid's been lifted off. But what's yep. inside is basically like a fetus, yes, goo of yep. a chicken with like a a a beak and everything. Mm-hmm. And he said, and I'm looking at them wide-eyed in horror, and they're all going, pointing to it. Give him like this, this spoon, which was you know carved out of silver. So, so, this is like an Indiana Jones. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is your monkey brains. <laughs> yeah, basically. And he's like, right, okay. So he, he he says, I try not to get any beak or feathers on the kind of you know the half, you know that that the half created fetus. He says, I take some of the goo and I put it in my mouth and it's vile. He goes, and I go, mmm. And he said, and the whole room go, ha! <laughs> and the Lebanese, equi- the Lebanese equivalent of wanker signs um, <laughs> basically made at him. Uh, so, yeah, I think that would qualify as, as pretty yeah. vile. Um, we got a, uh, my wife is Italian, uh, so, you know, we, we, we have that going for us. And someone, one of our friends. I like that, Todd. That, you know, we we're so anti-racist that when we describe a person's nationality, we go, "You've got that going for you." Yeah, <laughs> I got that going for me. Um, hey, my my pants didn't get tighter just because of COVID, right? Uh, it comes from having pasta. I don't know, eighty-five times a week. It's beautiful. Um, and uh, we we a friend of ours uh, gave us this cookbook. It's like Italian cooking. It's like okay, great, great, great. And we're leafing through it. It's like some of the recipes are like, oh, okay. I didn't, wouldn't, wouldn't have thought of doing that. We get to the spaghetti sauce recipe. And uh, among the principal ingredients is three cups of ketchup. Jesus fucking And wow. then turned to me and went, do you think this entire book will make it through our paper shredder? So <laughs> even done. I wouldn't fucking do that. No. You know, I mean, that, that, no. That's, that's, that's even be- below yeah. a, a single man. That <laughs> is, know, is the... That is the end of Goodfellas recipe when he's in witness yes, protection. Right. You know, he's describing the worst things. Yes, at all. You know about and and it's true. I mean, I love tomato ketchup, right? Ketchup, ketchup. Mm-hmm. I love tomato ketchup, <laughs> but it, it, it is not the basis for a spaghetti sauce ever. No, no barbecue sauce, absolutely. No question. Uh, yeah, for I sure. I mean, uh, that's still rather from scratch. But uh, what you want to do? Uh, a little tip for a, if you're making a proper sauce. Worcester sauce, just a little dash. Yep. In your, oh, yeah. And your yep, yep, tomato yep. sauce. Well, that's, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm getting everything because tomorrow is my birthday. So, Adam, hey, hey. happy Shane's birthday. Happy Shane. Happy Shane's birthday. Hey. So, I'm getting like all my sauces and everything because, well, everybody mm-hmm. was like, well, what, you know, where are we going to go? There's a show. Why don't we go do this? Well, I was like, I'm going to the store. I'm buying mm-hmm. a lot of meat. I'm mm-hmm. buying beer. 
And at about three o'clock, if you want to come over to my house and drink beer and eat meat, you're more than welcome mm-hmm. to. And I will be come on that over to my place. I fall asleep, right. and that's about yeah, it. Sounds a pretty fun afternoon. Yeah, I mean, look, look, come on, you know, we got the bag game out here. We got, you know, there's, yeah. there's a ball hoop yeah. and music. We got the fire pit, all that. You know, let's just take a look and see what flights are to Rockford. There are direct flights. It is an international airport. You'll need you'll need them for NASA 2025. Yep. See, that's it. Come on. Hey, look, look. I've got four international airports within a 90-minute drive of, of downtown. Can't beat yep. it. Yale, Can't Yale beat could it. use an international airport. <laughs> 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 I was watching that in a, the, on the, the way home because, again, me being me, there's you know other stuff that you can get on the plane, but I downloaded basically episodes of The Simpsons and Red Dwarf for the flight. And uh, Rodney Dangerfield as Mr. Burns' son, whoever oh, so came good. up with that idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and I saw a lovely Simpsons-esque, uh, Simpsons-related exchange on Twitter. Uh, a guy had posted you know the the brilliant line you'll have to speak up i'm wearing a towel yeah yes, <laughs> um, yes. and the guy posted i said for 30 years i've loved this joke but apparently it's not just a non-sequitur it's um apparently people with long hair mm-hmm. women that if they have a towel yes you know, on, yeah and, and they pick out the foot they'll say you have to speak up i'm wearing a towel and that's yeah. where it comes from and can i just say to the guy who then replied, who was the writer of that joke, mm-hmm. he said, "That's not what it was. You were enjoying it in the right way. It's just, <laughs> it's just a stupid joke. It's Homer being Homer. I'm wearing a towel. It's nothing to do with the hair thing." And mm-hmm. I thought that is class. Right? You came <laughs> yeah. out and you, you know, somebody had tried to ruin that joke for this guy, and mm-hmm. he, there, there was the actual fucking writer of the joke. Yeah. Saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope, nope. You were right. Yep. The, uh, that's my, it, it, going back to the Simpsons is like, you know, when they're t- uh, tiptoeing with the writers of that cartoon is like, we were wondering if, you know, the evidence says that, you know, the, the, the town they live in could be here, but that Michigan. Okay. All right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Will Fass. After a superb NASA weekend and the New York City 2024 announcement, when are you guys pulling influence and tabling a bid for a Rockford convention? We already have. I believe we've answered that. Gary, Gary, I will take you out, man. (laughs) If you do not prove this immediately, that's it. (laughs) Well, what I thought was great is that the NASA, you you have to, at the uh, AGM, you have to put forward your bid. So New York put forward their bid, and Gary said, is anyone else? And even if they were going to, they went, well, we're yeah. not fucking beating New York. <laughs> so they, they won unopposed because let's face it, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we've, we've no chance here. Yeah. Hats off that- to Jack Jackson, by the way, president of Toronto, who turned to the table and went, you want to give it a bash? No! <laughs> <laughs> You've already got it next year. Yeah. Well, no, that's, uh, that's Toronto Midtown. Is, oh, uh, right. Is okay. Well, yeah. I don't. I, I'm not sure that that would play in the UK if you went. It's Toronto this year and different Toronto next year. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have a feeling that. But yeah, you you weren't you weren't. Be, although I think it's going to be really interesting that when a couple of thousand, because there'll be at least that Rangers fans turn up in New York, where there is of course no Irish community. No, uh, famously not. No. Famously right. not any Irish community. No. Yes. Uh, it's just going to get interesting. And we're holding it March 17th. <laughs> March 17th. And what we're going to do is we're going to walk up to Irish Precinct. And, uh, well, the right down St. Mark's Place. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Right. Police, cap- police Captain's called O'Flaherty. And yeah. uh, we're going to get stuck in. 
what's that in the middle of Sweet Caroline? What are they doing? Uh, Can yeah, I wait. just say, by the way, that Martin Compton is the reason why when things kick off at NASA that we all leave. Yes. We got a question. It came out of the show yesterday, but I thought this would work. Again, setting up the Watergate 50 podcast, which is coming overnight. Mm-hmm. But uh, Todd, Todd, I thought you'd have a, have a, have a crack at this here because our buddy Michael wanted to know, President as football manager so you know well, I, th- I think his was what president would have made the best football manager what was Ooh. his take on it well different different types well yeah obviously herbert hoover would have been an excellent tactician uh, he would have been a guy he would have been your systems and moving his fullbacks 18 inches up the pitch and mm-hmm. he, he would have had all that he would have been the data guy um reagan and fdr they'd have been your inspirational types they'd have yeah, been yeah, your, fdr is yeah. definitely your your, your ferguson yeah they they'd, <laughs> like, yeah, they'd have been, there forever they'd have been your yep your guys that want to run through a brick wall for yep. they they would be those type of guys um nixon would be your mr burns style there's a little boy who a little crippled boy who who wants you to win this match. Mm-hmm. I know because I crippled him yesterday. <laughs> that, that would be your that would be your, your next. Nixon one. has Berlusconi written all yeah, over him. Yeah, Nixon. Not a manager, but an owner. Dark, dark evil persona, um, right. and I think that Jimmy Carter would be Steve Bruce, hapless, <laughs> nice guy. Mm-hmm. Yes. you know you wish him all the but you know that in real life he's a lovely bloke but you see him pitch mm-hmm. up in your club and you're like oh for fuck's sake right <laughs> oh prime minister wise I, I i would think um paul martin would be like your he, he'd be very much like uh like the tinkermeister he's just like okay oh, so we'll try that we'll try um he'd be very much like a claudio ranieri um uh, i think our current guy trudeau uh is kind of like a um uh, a picture early days clop where he's like kind of handsome but not really doing anything just just still figuring it out <laughs> i think yeah. i think that your current prime minister would be ron atkinson because he would consider himself very anti-racist and yet there's a photograph of him in blackface. yes exactly <laughs> yes yes and to be fair uh, president wise lincoln i think would have been a really good manager because uh finally there would be black players Ah. Yeah, that's, yeah. You know, See, I, that, I, I, I was thinking uh, you got Grover Cleveland as Pep, right? Because he goes away, <laughs> yep. and then you know comes back a couple years later because he gets bored, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see who who could uh, who's oh, Mourinho? Oh, 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 James James K. Polk as uh, Antonio Conte because he he's, <laughs> he's, he's going to tell you from look, I'm coming in, I'm staying this long, I'm doing exactly this, and I'm then I'm fucking very off. Serious, right? <laughs> yep. Um, who would be who would be Mourinho of the presidents, right? So you need someone who's charismatic, right? Was successful to get he's Thomas Jefferson. Was successful yeah. at the beginning, but then it all went to shit towards <laughs> the end. Yeah. But you still revere him as a great man. He's Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. Let's see, I'm trying I'm trying well, I, I, I don't I don't think Josie owned slaves though. No. No. See I, well and, and I would I would give uh, Rose Teddy Roosevelt as Walter Smith. Got got the job, <laughs> didn't really want it, but fucking revolutionized it and uh yeah. made once it he once he did get it he yeah. made it his own yep. and uh yeah I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that inspirational leader who redefined the role so yep. yeah that's a yeah, good show 
All right, that's it. Uh, get the hell out of here. Sorry for coming late this week on, on, the, on the regular show, but uh, obviously everybody was still recovering from dying mm-hmm. and uh, yes. everything else. So, yeah. Ne- I've next got Tuesday. Headline of the week. Oh, no, no. See, come on. Yeah. God damn it. Don't, don't ruin my setup. Oh, have All you right. got one? Oh, of I, course. I thought you were going. Right, okay, okay go for it. Uh, yeah, your onion headline of the week here. Kidnapper surprise pulling out hostages, fingernails didn't end <laughs> Stockholm syndrome. um i like this one because of all my traveling heroic passenger provides emergency beverage service after flight attendant falls ill (laughs) (laughs) there there, there was another one the other day it was like jeopardy contested on long winning streak only has incredibly dark anecdotes left to share yes i saw that one yeah um reductress had a really really good one this week it's like oh no your friend who owns a boat wants to tar- start talking politics <laughs> <laughs> right let todd go he's got all right he's got yeah, I gotta go. todd, uh, thanks again I'll, I'll set up all your shit for you so okay beautiful you thank you thanks todd of course, Todd, you can always find it on Twitter at HeyIt'sTVA. You can find all his stuff at HeyIt'sTVA.com. If you need something to laugh at, go find a show, the Comedy Above the Pub podcast, everywhere you find your podcasts. And uh, David, of course, you can find it on Everything Heart and Hand. You can listen to him, like I said, here in about ooh, 12 hours or so uh, from when we get done on our new Watergate 50 show. And uh, yeah, thanks, David pleasure as always yeah always good and that's it like i said scroll down to the show notes give us a hand because uh i think david and todd are sick of waiting on my computer to work so uh yeah help me help me help you right that's there we go that's how that one works so we'll be back tuesday on the regular and that's it talk to you then bye some people call me the space cowboy 